This is the Mickey Evan Fry's Movie Podcast with myself, Ian McNally, and today we're joined by a very, very special guest we're lucky to have gotten for the show. It's actor, writer, director, I think that's it, Gavin Yap. Gavin, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you very much, Ian. It's very, it's very nice to be here. Yeah, welcome to NPR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. And today, we what the, what brought us together is a momentous occasion. In order to get a momentous occasion, which is, it's the twentieth anniversary of one of our favorite TV shows ever. If, if I was I was gonna say sitcom, but it's not a sitcom. One of the best, if not the best. It is a sitcom. Nah, but is it? It is. Nah. It is. Nah. It I, is. I, I would say it's one of the best comedy television shows I've ever seen. Situation comedy television shows. Yeah. one of the best sitcoms i've ever seen (laughs) it's my favorite sitcom of all time it's one of those you ever see those shows that people do the movies that made us or the Mm -hmm. the games that made us this Mm -hmm. is like this is one of those yeah we are talking of course about spaced about spaced some fucking Jaffa cakes in my coat pocket. This show, the Cornetto trilogy would not exist without this show. Baby Driver would not exist without this show. Absolutely. Tintin would not have Simon Pegg uh, on the writing team. Who's on the writing team for that, right? In yeah, I, 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 I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, run, fat boy, run would not exist <laughs> without this show. Dylan Moran's in that as well, isn't he? In Run Fat Boy, yeah, 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 he, yeah, is, yeah. he is, he is, he is. But uh, this show is incredibly close to my heart, and I don't actually you don't have to say it so close. I don't actually know how I became aware of it at mm-hmm. first because I think I was reading. I think Empire had a twenty, the, the twenty, they had, a, they had a, an, uh, an issue in two thousand eight mm-hmm. where they talked to the cast about the oral history of the show. Yeah. yeah, and it was one of the things that came up was like they're fucked. They were on Fridays, I think it was. Like the time they were yeah. on Fridays, was yeah. the, they were between Friends and Frasier, apparently. Yeah. Which is the time when everybody would, their target audience would be out partying, drunk, and yeah. partying. So they should have been on on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sunday mornings would be great. Mm-hmm. Just get up in the morning, fucking wankered, get a bacon roll sandwich and just fucking sit down and watch yeah. the space. I mean, I remember seeing, uh, when I was still living in London and I was in uni, I remember seeing the, uh, the the teaser for I think it was the I think it was series two mm. and I didn't know much about it and I watched a couple of episodes loved it but I was I, I was too busy just being young and going out and fucking getting wasted being wild and free uh, so I discovered spaced the way a lot of people discovered spaced is uh, through the DVDs I think it was I was a religious buyer of SFX magazine because mm-hmm. um, their book reviews and DVD reviews at the back were pretty good for when the same shit, the, the same problem we have now with too many streaming options we have with too many DVDs and uh, things coming out back then as well. Yeah. And they hollered about it, I think it was. So yeah. when the DVD came out, I think I might have seen one episode on yeah. TV live and yeah, then bought I've, the DVD and was like, or VHS, no, I have it on VHS somewhere at home. Yeah. Watched the first season and was like, I fucking love this. Yeah. I, I think uh, what, what really sort of set this apart, and uh, when you read the oral history, they kind of uh, say that too, is that this, this was probably the first show I saw 
that felt like it was made for me. Yes. You know, I think that's like the best way to put it. Like it really did feel like, oh fuck, this is this is a show for me, made by people like me who like the same shit that I like, and we're speaking the same language, and every fucking joke is just landing like a motherfucker. They talk about, I think, in the oral history on Empire again. They talk about, and it was how- also the first TV. It was also the first, uh, maybe not the first TV show, but definitely the first comedy I ever saw where it really felt cinematic. Mm. It had a real cinematic feel to it, and and when you and uh, I mean, for those of you who are unaware of the show, it was it, this this uh, starred Simon Pegg and um, Jessica J- Stevenson, Jess- now Jessica Hines, Jessica Hines, and they created yeah. it. They wrote it they, as well. Yeah, they created it. And Edgar and gets pissed if they leave her out because he was a director yeah. of their show. Yeah, but Edgar Wright was the director of it, and if if uh, those of you are fans of uh, the Cornetto trilogy, if you don't know what the Cornetto trilogy is, if you if you're fans of Shaun of the Dead, if you're fans of Hot Fuzz, if you're fans of The World's End, this is the you know, Spaced was the beginning of all that. Yeah, this is the and, cradle and you, that supported him to yeah. get to the point. But even no, I mean not just that. I mean if you if you go back and you watch Spaced, you will see all of the all of the like the whole filmmaking style of yeah. all of those three movies was born out of that series. Yeah. And and he's still sort of like you know he's still going back to the well to a certain extent. And I, but I guess you could say you know uh, because you know like Baby Driver, you said like this is you know when 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 you interviewed him, he said yeah, I said it to his face that I felt like it didn't feel like an Edgar Wright movie. And he's and like, oh no, it's the most Edgar, Edgar Wright, Wright movie. movie. And I died inside completely. You no, know, in the sense in, in the sense that you know like he's he's going off and he's doing his own thing. But you were more of a fan of Asylum to start with, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, to, I thought Asylum was great. To flash back to when we, because it's in the DVD, I think it's in the DVD extras that that's how they got together was Asylum. And yeah, when, yeah, yeah. And when you met Edgar Wright, you had, you had planned to tell him that, but in the end, we just fucking choked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian and I were at uh, the 2010 Comic-Con uh, when Edgar Wright was there promoting Scott Pilgrim vs. the World which I think is a fucking unsung classic. It's an, it's an amazing film. <laughs> it's an amazing film. Uh, and we, I had this whole thing that I was going to say to Edgar Wright. It's like, I've been a fan of yours since Asylum. While we're and in the queue. And, and he's going to be so impressed. While the, I was wearing a knockoff Shaun of the Dead t-shirt. I was wearing a Big Lebowski t-shirt, which Michael Sarah and Jason Schwartzman <laughs> gave me props for. He's yeah. like, yeah, nice t-shirt, Big Lebowski. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, it's the bowling shirt. <laughs> uh, but I had this whole thing I was gonna say. I was like, I've been a hu- I'm a huge fan of yours. I've been a huge fan since Asylum. And then, fuck, I get there and I'm like, would you sign? And if you've never seen me, I have a goatee. And he's like, oh, you, was he say you look familiar? Yeah, you look familiar. And you were just, you were just like, huh? You were just like, oh. <laughs> it was. It's like you know, like before sunrise, where Ethan Hawke's talking about like you know when you're in France. And he's like, you know, he's lining up to buy a ticket and he's like, you know, no, tickets he will play, tickets he will play. And then you get to the counter and suddenly it's like, um, I need a ticket to get to, um, Billet de Calais. I don't know why, I don't know, I'm going to Calais. Yeah, so it was very much like that. No, I had that moment as well because I had the, trying to get tickets. <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't speak any fucking French. And I just said, uh, un billet du, and the guy went, where do you want to go, mate? Where do you- where do you want to go? <laughs> yeah, I'm from Croydon. Oi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oi! You lucky people. To this day, there are so many jokes and segments. They were they were burned indelibly in our brain just yeah. from watching this. And it was, it was, it spoke to us because at the time, Evil Dead wasn't held, it was held as a classic by certain people. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, now we have the internet and Twitter to, like, you know, you can easily find people who share the same taste. But at the time, it was a show that spoke to everything we liked and just put it all together and wrapped it up in some fried gold and just. There was. It, it yeah, was I mean, so. Even, the, using Sam Raimi crash zooms for making a cup of tea. Yeah. Is just yeah. like one of the best things and it's it never gets less funny. And then when you watch the DVD extras and see that, like, when some who was he pissed off with? He came home and he was pissed and he went around the back. The Jessica and uh, Marsha were sitting at the counter and he's like, he bangs something and he gets yeah. electrocuted by the fucking. Yeah, yeah, like yeah Simon yeah, yeah. Pegg got electrocuted by the toaster and constantly yeah, yeah, professional yeah, yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He continued yeah, on yeah. through the take. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I, there were so many things about it that were just, I guess because I, we're, I guess we're the same generation and everything, that all of their, you know, all of these sort of like homages and all of the references to all of the, all of the films were thing, it, like there wasn't a single thing in there that I didn't get. Yeah. And that was like mind-blowing for me. I'd never seen a TV show that had done that. I'd never seen anything yeah. that had done that. And they said it in the... And the it was so fucking clever. Like, even when they were talking about Scooby-Doo, it's like, oh, I was always more of a Fred. You know, I was always more of a... Daphne. I was always more of a Daphne. And the and camera then, pulls back. And there's and a Scooby-Doo-esque and, sound that and, plays. Yeah, and then they take off their, you know, they take off their jacket or they take off their the, fucking... Uh, aprons, they're, they're, they're cleaning yeah, the house. Yeah, yeah, they're cleaning the house. And then... Um, Fucking Daisy's glasses just fall on her nose just perfectly, so she looks like Velma. Fucking, fucking Velma. And I'm, Simon Pegg looks like he's sh- fucking looks shaggy. shaggy. <laughs> you know, it's fucking amazing. It's fucking genius. You know, like, and I mean, I uh, I think my my least favorite episode is probably the Matrix one. I don't think I mean in the it, pub. Yeah, in, in season two. Se- yeah, the first episode of season two. Yeah, but even then, I mean, I mean, there isn't a single episode I don't like. But that was the one episode where I kind of felt that they were pushing it just a little too far. Yeah. You know, like uh, the Robot Wars one is ridiculous. Which it's, is it's season two as well. I yes, didn't realize yes. that. I looked through the list again. I thought like I thought most of the ones I remembered were season one and like season two tailed off a bit. But it yeah. wasn't actually. Because I've watched season one and season the, no, the both, first half. Both, both seasons are fucking amazing. But I've watched like drunkenly rewatched the first one. When you come home drunk, you put it in. You're going to watch the first first three episodes over and over again before you fall asleep and eventually have to get off the couch and go to bed. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. I kind of like, uh, I kind of like alternated a little bit because there's so many things in season two that I love. I love the whole thing with the, you know, that, uh, that, that Tim has with fucking uh, Bilbo. Oh yeah, you know, like that whole kind of like his name's Bilbo, right? Yeah, yeah, Bilbo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I love that whole fight that they have, where it's like you know Babylon Five is a big pile of shit. Yeah, when he tells like, it to the guys like fire, hey, hey, do do do, get out, do do get out, get out. We actually, so I used to uh, soon after the show came out, they, I got the the, the, the the twin box uh, DVD set, which is over there in the co- corner, which I realize now I actually brought from home. <laughs> traveled from Ireland to mm-hmm. Malaysia. It's mm-hmm. one of the most well-traveled copies of space ever. And hung over to fuck myself and Donald are going out one day. He's like, oh, I've got to go into town and do some shit. He's got to do some stuff. I'm walking up the laneway from our house, which uh, near Crow Park in Dublin. And the two of us are just going along, elbows out going, You just want someone to throw a football at you? Yeah. <laughs> hey! hey! <laughs> I got my job back. Hey! hey! Oh, it's like, the fact is, twenty years later, they're just in your head. Yeah, like we can just we. Did, I don't think I did some research for uh, some other thing I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really need to. Like, 
I didn't do any research for this, <laughs> but so much of it, as you say, is just locked in my brain. I might get the episodes mixed up. I might not remember what episode is from what season. Yeah. But there's so many fucking images, so many fucking lines. There, it was just one thing after another. It was just so so amazing. The paintball episode is amazing. Way before Community ripped off. I, I was trying to figure out. I thought I saw somewhere that the Community guys. Well, hi, Community was, was Phil Lord and Chris Miller, wasn't it? No. Was it Lord and Miller did Community? No, that was Justin Lin. Justin Lin. Oh, uh, but there was a thing. The, the paintball episode was done by uh, Justin Lin. Yeah. I don't know who created. But the, I think I saw somewhere that they like they were aware of space, like that they didn't rip it off. But yeah. They got no, but idea. even but even Cougar Town like ripped off the fucking you know the like, finger guns. Uh, the the finger was, guns. I think it was a Lee Lee or Levi jeans ripped off. Do you remember that? Mm. The, no, the, the no, whole, I don't, the whole I don't. thing. I think they, they there's somebody whoever maintains the space episode listing on Wikipedia is fucking genius. Because it's I, an episode. I, I, I did take a look at that, and, yeah. and his description of the final episode. Yeah, it was like uh, Daisy's got a plan to do this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim's got a plan to do this. Colin has a plan to do this. What what I what, what I what I forgot is how integral Colin actually is to to season two. Dance, Colin, dance. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot at the time I didn't get the jokes about canophobia. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, apparently I'm afraid of dogs and bamboo. Because, like, for most <laughs> English people, you think of bamboo, it's bamboo canes. That's all you know it as. And that is just fucking nuts. But the... Uh, the thought I has gone... But also, this was the show that, uh, without this show, we would never know who Nick Frost is. No. Because Nick Frost wasn't an actor. Yeah. You know, he was just... Uh, he, was a just rest- si- he, was a, he was a waiter in a fucking Mexican restaurant. He was Simon Pegg's friend. And yeah. Simon Pegg was like, we're writing this character, Mike, and, you know, you're going to play him. Yeah. And Edgar Wright was terrified. Yeah, that, that's in the article as yeah, well. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like, because like, in the rehearsals or the table reads, he was shit, right? He didn't know what he was doing? Not that he was shit, but he's like, he was very shy. Apparently, yeah. like, he was a very, very shy person, and Edgar Wright just wasn't feeling it. But Nick Frost, he fucking, he's a, I can't, I can't imagine anyone else. No. I mean... I can't imagine anyone else playing any of these fucking characters. No. And we're talking a lot about Simon Pegg, and we're talking a lot about Tim and Daisy and Mike, but, I mean, even... Mark like, fucking Heap. Mark fucking Heap, man. <laughs> him, you know, Tim comes down looking for him, he's like, was it, was it the party episode? Or he's like, looking for him, he's like, he's in the painting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, the camera pulls away, he's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the... Uh, it's like, hmm, you fucking loser. 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 Oh, hi, Volva. And some amazing fucking guest appearances of, of people who are now household names. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. I haven't thought that. Oh uh-huh, yeah. I haven't thought that. <laughs> I mean all I mean basically all of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen are apart from the one who's never on screen. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Volva is there, David Mark, Williams. David Williams, uh, yeah. Hoover was I in- can't believe some of the shit I used <laughs> to do with you. That's how I feel about you. But yeah. <laughs> As you, as you told me. Uh, the the, the Mark Heap thing that was amazing was the... So when he's introduced to people and he says, oh, I paint. I was like, what do you do? And he's like, anger. <gasps> yeah. Pain. Oh, it's like, it's, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. exact same montage like, every time. He pricks himself in the finger. <laughs> oh, oh. Pain, suffering, fear. It's like... It's, and it's, a, it's a fucking brilliant little brilliant. running joke. It's so good. And everyone else, everyone always replies with, watercolors. Watercolors. Uh, oils. <laughs> These, <laughs> these jokes were just so like this, uh, the references are what got us in but I think it's genuinely funny in a weird nicely it's not completely surreal comedy no but I think the, the great thing about about the show and this is something that is true for uh, um, all of all of the stuff that they have continued to do that, like, that runs throughout the Cornetto trilogy is that 
emotionally, there's a very, very clear emotional through line mm. for in, in all of these stories. And you really, really give a shit about all of these characters. Yeah. Like, and, but the way, like the way in, the way into the series is the fact that it, it dealt with, it dealt with stuff that we were all kind of fucking dealing with. You know, it's like trying to find a, trying to find a place, trying to find a nice place where you don't have to pay too much rent. It's not a bad sit. You know, you're, you're, you're always worried about the fucking rent. You know, yeah. all your relationships are in the fucking toilet. The amount... Oh, God. I, I, getting I, I, over your ex. You're getting over your ex, exactly. Uh, you know, and, Vogling. And, and, right, and right from the very fucking beginning, you know, it's like, you know, I'm in touch with my emotions. You know, I cried like a baby at the end of Terminator 2. <laughs> you, know, you know, the thing with the thumb. The thumb's up. You know? <laughs> Forgot about that one. And, and we've, all, we've all fucking experienced some form of Dwayne Benzie. Yeah, that fucking that prick. fucking cunt. Was there ever any doubt? <laughs> no hard feelings? You shot me in the balls, Tim. Like yeah. I said, no, no hard, hard feelings. feelings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, that article again is great that they say that, like, you know, the first season, Lucasfilm were like, fuck off. And the second season, were like, whatever, whatever you, you want. want. But by then, it's like, we don't want this shit. No, but I did like, I love, like, it's playing in my head the, when, uh, you know, the... Tim didn't like yep. the fans of Menace and he's like burning like it's the scene from the end of Jedi with the Luke Jedi. burning, burning the all the Star Vader. Wars he's burning this is a box that says Tim Star Wars he's like, he's like yeah this is it for you you weren't there you weren't there at the beginning how important it was <laughs> <laughs> you think it's all Jar Jar you know it's all like some trumped up excuse for a toy advert <laughs> Tim we get it you didn't like the fans of Menace but kids love Jar Jar I was like fuck Jar Jar <laughs> yeah what about the Ewoks? They were rubbish. <laughs> yeah, well, the Ewoks make Jar Jar, Jar Jar Binks makes the Ewoks look like fucking Shaft. <laughs> oh fuck! Just, the paint's still fresh with Phantom Menace, though. I, I I even love the you know Tim and Daisy's trip to the social services, and Daisy's like fucking. You got a tan. Mm. You've been to Thailand. Denied. Yeah. And like the other lady, that amazing lady they cast, yeah, he's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was your last job? Comic shop. When did you get fired? 20 minutes ago. <laughs> 20 minutes ago. <laughs> it was like, what it's was like, it? Difference of opinion. It's like, was it the Phantom Menace? It's like, mm. yeah. It's like, you didn't like it. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it's like, what did she say after that? I can't remember, but it was something like fucking like, oh, it's no, like, oh, uh, no, I'll get you some money. I'll get you some money <laughs> by the end of the week. Yeah, by some, by <laughs> I mean, the first episode, the Matrix one of the season two, I did like the fact that like, you know, Daisy went to Thailand to find herself and there's a photo, the slideshow and like she's in the background in another photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jessica Hines gets, she doesn't get enough credit. She doesn't get enough credit because it was the two of them writing yeah. this show. Yeah. And I'm sure she is, I think it's, it's, it's easier for guys to assume that, you know, guys are more like, you know, into the evil dead and, you know, the shining and it take, it took, we, but, finished, but, but, we finished these in the closet. No, but having said that, I mean, Jessica Hines does admit that all of the homaging stuff, all of those references was all Simon. Yeah. You know, but, but, uh, but she, she was the one who came up with the blueprint of which the entire show was based. I'm because not, they were talking about it, yeah. and then she went off. She wrote the the initial treatment, oh. and the entire show was based on her initial treatment. Mm. So she, like, she came up with the with the with the structure for the whole thing, and then because every episode's like a single title as well, right? The, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. The Robert Wars is metal. Yeah, and like I think the paintball one is battles. Yeah. Um. God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. 
that true line like the there's on that other thing i do mm-hmm. we were, I, I brought up the fact that like the setup is that you know marcia klein is like looking for uh people to rent out her flat but they have to be couples they have to be couples but they don't have to be couples because it's fucking ricky gervais on the end of the line who's being a massive ricky gervais sized twat Mm-hmm. Who she's like saying like I just take anybody and he says professional couples only because he's not listening yeah and like that would be for a US sitcom or another another weaker show that would be the show is them pretending to be a couple, couple the whole yeah. time yeah and it's like it dips in and out of that and yeah. it does come through when like in season two when she no, finds like out. like it does there is a payoff to it yeah but that's not what the show is about no. at all and it's it, about friends and it's, it's about all, friendship it is and it's also that great it has that great fucking joke which is about like you know when's you oh how long you been together and it's like four months three months whatever two days it's like uh, and we have two anniversaries mm-hmm. it's like which is oh tim's is uh tim's is the one uh, the first time we kissed and mine is the first time we were physically intimate with each other and it's like so who's it today oh it's mine it's like, oh, oh so you had so sex, you had sex before, before you kissed, kissed. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the the physical comedy the yeah, mouth yeah, hopping yeah. they don't both do it's like yeah, yeah. it's fucking they they never said it did they say i think mike said fried gold in the show but it was their kind of it was their kind of name for a lot of things oh it's a, how about that for a slice of fried gold I, I thinking about it again i had forgotten about the the other through line through season one which is what happened when we were kids yeah yeah, yeah. and they're and constantly then, then, looking then, upwards like, ding, 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 the music ding, plays yeah. and it has this flashback to the tomb sitting in the tree and then young simon Pegg, who has and a goatee and young nick frost has a mustache uh, and, has, and there's the glasses and it's like and then the kid will say not now mike <laughs> and then they, they switch back and like they teased it out no but that I, was something that always kind of like maybe it's because I was so stoned throughout so much of a, that, that period is like there was something about the show that even though it was a comedy it the consequences felt real mm. it always kind of felt like there was that something bad could happen yeah you know and, and that was so like new to me it was un, I, 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 I'd never experienced anything like that you know like at, at the end of the, uh, the, 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 second, the second season it really did feel like everything could fall apart. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, what's Mark Heap's character? Twist and him were going to break up. Daisy and Tim were thinking to move. Uh, Tim was going to move back. I was going to move with the new girlfriend, Sophie, right? Sophie, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you know, Marcia had found out they yeah. were a couple. Who was working for that massive wanker. Yeah, massive wanker. <laughs> 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 and I love the fact that, like, you know, Tim, Tim, Be- Tim, Be- Tim Beasley is so clearly based on Simon Beasley. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Even his artwork is like, you Yeah, know. very, very like, you know, like sinewy and like veins and yeah. all that big muscles and shit. I have the, uh, I have at home somewhere the, the ABC Warriors that Simon Beasley did for 2008. Mm-hmm. And that is like the, the fucking, what do they call it? The, the, the Rosetta Stone of that shit. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. like every fucking scene, there's like someone in the background who's just like, ah, shit. <laughs> or like giant, <laughs> giant guns that are bigger than the car they're in and it just says F-O-A-D on the side, which you later find out is just fuck but, off but and what, die. What was the name of that guy? Like the boss, the massive wanker. I can't remember, but it was played by the guy who another Game of Thrones alumni. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah, uh, yeah. one of the Tullys. Yeah, and he had like a glass eye kind of fucking yeah, thing. Yeah. That thing is like you know, Sophie's like you know, like what about him? It's like nah, nah. What about what about you know Tim Beasley? He's like wait, Beasley. Why does that name sound? Familiar? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember him. Yeah. And like that fucking maniacal laugh that he has. And also that brings up tires. Tires. Tires is such a fantastic Character. comedy creation. Michael Smiley, who went on to do a movie that freaked me out so badly, I had to buy the T-shirt. Uh, the Kill, Kill List. List. Yeah. You've seen it, right? No. You fucking yeah. Set aside some time, but like, make sure you don't have to do anything afterwards. 
And he's done a lot of good stuff since then. But just this idea of this fucking Michael, damaged Michael raver. Sm- Michael Smiley was also in Game of Thrones. Who's he in Game of Thrones? I can't remember, but no. I know he was in it. No, anyone in the UK is in Game of Thrones. <laughs> if, I was in, if I was still living in the UK, I'd be in fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just the whole concept of this damaged fucking raver who goes over to the flat to get money that Tim's owes him. And Tim gives, a, gives it to him, and then he's like, oh, you guys want to go tonight? He's like, well, we could, but get no money. He's like, oh, I'll give you 20 quid. Yeah. <laughs> but the dancing to like the, the kettle dancing. and the, the kettle phone. And the phone. If I hear... <laughs> and he's just fucking raving in the living room uh, if I hear one of those phones yeah, yeah. Like, they're getting less and less now I think it was a BT classic <laughs> but it was oh fuck BT I haven't heard that in a while <laughs> British Telecom uh, it was a very British show though I mean going going to the pub going out for a night out the ups and downs ups and downs ups and downs ups and downs you know yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. night that night as well the, the two, thing te- I- two tequila slammers please yes, yes! That idea, that, that was, it's one of those things, because you watch movies these days, it's set in nightclubs, and it's never bad boys, mm-hmm. you know, Will Smith looking at the hooker's yeah, foot, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always like, but I think if Spaced nailed that feeling with the episode where they go, because like, that thing of Daisy queuing for the co- cloakroom for yeah, like yeah, yeah. half the night, yeah. that was so fucking real, and th- I mentioned earlier, I think it was Lee or Levi Jeans ripped them off, where they had, the, the Wikipedia entry describes it as like, Daisy gets the grips with uh, masculine telepathy, Mm-hmm. Masculine telepathy is the, the idea that, and this doesn't work on radio, but if two guys are in a room and one pulls finger guns on the other, the other one will reciprocate yeah, in yeah, slow yeah, motion. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like... <laughs> and then like throwing the knife at the end. Yeah. And you got that one guy who's like doing the blood spurts you know, with, with his fucking hand. <laughs> He's like, this is the good shit. Oregano. Woo! And then the guy's like, this isn't this isn't marijuana. Yeah, it's it's oregano. It's oregano. How do you know that? I'm a catering student. <laughs> yeah, and he has got a massive fuck you face. <laughs> He's like, look at it. The way he fucking flicks the bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like when he but when he see, but when he meets Simon Pegg in the men's room, you know, it's like you got any smoke? He's like, yeah, yeah. Well, give some. No, no. It's just for me and my dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and does anyone even know what Kiara is anymore? <laughs> They just nailed all the references that you didn't even think about. Like, I think we might have joked about Kiora back in the day as well. Mm. Like, the, the, the Kiora ad that was subtly racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just the, the the Robot Wars episode is just... What was it was like? It was... What was theirs called? Robot Club. No, 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 no. I mean, their, their robot. What was their robot called? Oh, the fucking Uppist? No. It was like, is this versus Wool Bastard? Yeah, Wool Bastard. What was their name? I thought it was the FEB. I thought it was the fucking Uppist. Was no, like, it wasn't. Uh, fucking hell. Uh, Sir Killaloft? No, it wasn't. Sir Killaloft's from the real show. Yeah. Um, but just the whole, like, and it was like Philippa Forrester, I think. Well, fuck, is that's her name I haven't said out loud in ever. It was the, the host of Robot yeah, Wars yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. It's like, all right. It's like, all right, do, no. like, do, 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 do the intro. It's like, oh, nice robot. You can't no, do it properly. It's like, mm, nice robot. You've got the, the, first war, the first rule of Robot Wars is you don't talk about Robot Wars. The second rule of Robot Wars is, is no smoking. No smoking. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> I mean, Reese Shearsmith, Smith, that's the guy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. His little war crazy bastard is yeah, yeah. so fucking good in that fucking movie amazing. and to this day we will still send gifts to each other every so often or just say to each other yeah. oh know, yeah I have to talk that and it's just like it's a weird fucking delivery I think it's outtakes as well where yeah, you yeah. multiple ones where, like, they can't, no one's holding it together like, yeah, they, yeah, can't, yeah. they can't fucking hold it together no it's genius 
It is a great show. The, the big problem these days is it's not available on streaming. There's a lot of... Edgar Wright's put together a Spotify playlist. If you look at this, I thought it was Edgar Wright. Right was here. it like when, when Daisy's trying to like hit on the, the fucking milk boy? Or, some, or something. Oh, that's the the episode where they go to the party and yeah, she's like, yeah. I'm in media. And she's like, what is that? It's a mint. You're like, oh, well, go on then. I'll have a half. I'll have a half. Yeah, she's like, it's a mint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she's in media. She's like, I'll bring some, we'll have a party. You know, we'll have you bring your comic book friends. He's like, there's a skate park convention and a video game convention or a comic book convention so no one's available. It's like, oh, I'll get my friends from media. And she gets the paper boy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's fucking, it's bargain basement. It's fucking, was it? They're playing a fucking time warp. It's bargain basement perversion for fucking fucked up blue, the thing about the blue thing. It's like, it's fucked up perversion for uh, blue bastards who are like fucking blue, with posters of Betty Blue on the blue fucking walls. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it, uh, Mike, because Mike's doing security. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brought a landmine. <laughs> And Mike's behind the door. They open the door. He's got the gun in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> before, um, I mean, it's a, it's, Be, a, it's a before a fucking IT crowd. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here's the gun. Is it oh, loaded? Oh god! Click, click, I wonder <laughs> if it's loaded. <laughs> but yeah, that that episode, like you know, they did. The, it's it's a close encounters at the end. They put the glasses yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're all so thin. They're all so thin. Uh, Amber. I mean, I know they're just great running jokes. The Amber thing and that, like, you just hear a door slam and yeah, then yeah, like yeah. the heels on the pathway and then the motorbike screams off and everyone wakes. There's an episode where they all wake up. Yeah. And it's like it shows everyone and like somebody's somebody's wearing a, an eye mask. It's like they wake up. It's like what's that? It's like and uh, Tim's like Leah. Is it Princess Leah? He said he screams for Scully. Scully. He's like yeah. Scully. And there's yeah. someone's like I think it's Daisy. He's like I'm blind. I'm blind. Because <laughs> she wakes up with her eye mask on. Hmm. Oh god, I've got a packet of fucking Jaffa cakes in my pocket. Hey, I've just realised something. And then the uh, Marquee, I think it's the same episode. Marquee talks about like you got to put your finger on your chin when you're doing Marquee properly. It's like mm. you do realise that everything from the Star Wars movies happens because of that gunner on the on the on the ship didn't blow up the droids, and then that it's like the chaotic universe. And like, and Tim's like, oh, I've just realised something. What's that? I've got fucking Jaffa cakes in my pocket. Hey, I love the fact as well uh, when. Uh, what we what did you do last night? We got some cheap speed off some Russian sailors. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, so what have you been doing? Have been playing Resident Evil all night? And like, it's where's like, Mike? It's like, where are you? Oh no, uh, was was I'm I'm in Brighton or yeah. something. Where I don't know. I got off a I got a, got off a no, King's Cross. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's like, well, I must have fallen asleep on the train. The train doesn't go to Brighton. I must have changed station to King's Cross. <laughs> it's like, well, Mike, uh, come back, but just Mike, my day you don't fall asleep again. And it's like asleep in the phone. Yeah, box. yeah. <laughs> Oh god! If you haven't seen this show, you really, you really must owe it to yourself. It is, as I said, it's a bit of a disappointment. It's not available on streaming anywhere. They, they, yeah, you'll have to get the DVD. Sorry, you'll have to, to buy a that. fucking DVD player and put that shit in. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're our age. Yeah. If you're our age, like if you're in your early, early to mid forties or below. Fuck! I don't think anyone said that out loud to me recently, but yeah, we're in our early to mid forties. Fuck yeah. that noise! Yeah, anything above mid forties, you may not get everything. You might. But if you're mid forties and below, okay. This if, is your if, okay. Shit. If you're if you're younger than 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 thirty, you may not get everything. Yes. In terms of the references. But if you're a film fan, you like but if you're dead, a film shining, fan, yeah. If like there's a, there's a great joke in the original in the first episode with the twins cleaning the closet and it's like Daisy and Tim are recalling in horror. Yeah. And it's like we cleaned out the house, Miss Klein. It, it took, took forever. forever. Boom. And, and ever. Boom. And ever. Yeah. <laughs> No, there's there's so much shit in here. It is, and I I, I was thinking about it. Is it one of the first shows that doesn't have a opening? It just has the 
yeah, 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 yeah. And it just had a little thing like that. It is like it's cornerstone to my personality. <laughs> the fact that I review radio, movies on the radio as a I'm answering the phone. Oh, he hung up on me. One of those amiable twenty something. Wait, is he twenty or thirty? No, my brother tried tried to call me. I just he just hung up on me. Yeah, it wasn't ringing though. But it is like cornerstone to you know. At some point, I, I was annoyed at the show. I think at one point I said like, if we ever made a show, we can't because they've already made it. It's space. Like, yeah, that it, would it, be the show that I would like think if I wanted to do something like they've done it already. It does kind of have that feeling to it where it's like, oh my God, this is like fucking perfect. Yes. Uh, this is the kind of thing like in my mind, if I tried to imagine like a perfect fucking show, like how I would try and do something about, especially, I mean, it depends. It depends on how you're looking at it. If you're looking at it from today, you know, like wanting to do something about how it was when you were young. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, because today you just make a Pontiana movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Still showing in theaters. Still showing in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Suck it! <laughs> but I think that's a that part of the cornerstone is like seeing these amiable twenty somethings doing that, and mm-hmm. it's in that Empire piece I tried to bring up before. They were seeing TV shows about them, but by people older, because yeah. it was and, and it was kind of funny because they brought up uh, Game On mm. as as a prime example, and uh, two points of Lager and a pack of Chris, which is fucking dire. It's fucking. Have you ever seen that? No, 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 it's no, no. fucking awful. Yeah. There's a guy in it who turned up in something. Oh, he turned up in. Um, but, uh, not Bodyguard, the other show that guy did, uh, the one about the anti-corruption unit, uh, Line of Duty. Right. And one of the guys from uh, Two Pints of Lager and a Pack of Chris turned up, and I wanted him to die instantly. <laughs> that show is so bad that I just can't fucking... I heard it. about that show, but I never saw it. It was like the space through the filter of Friends, in like a mirror-cracked kind of way. But, I, but I, felt, I felt a bit weird, because uh, I, I kind of felt like, oh shit, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know anything about anything, because when they brought up Game On, I was like... I kind of liked Game On. Was that the one with the Welsh guy? That was the one with Ben Chaplin. Ben Chaplin. In, in, season, in season one. Where he's a surfboard thing, but he wouldn't need the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, got, he's, yeah, a, he's yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is like, I think I liked Game On entirely because of Ben Chaplin's performance. Because when they did season two... They ben, recast Ben Chaplin. Because Ben Chaplin left because yeah. he went to do Truth About Cats and Dogs. Ah. Uh, I hated it. Yeah. I didn't find it funny at all. I'm thinking, but, but I'm I think, thinking, I'm thinking I, of coupling. Coupling is what I'm thinking. Oh, about. coupling sucked. I you didn't hate, like so coupling. I, I, I liked it, but it was also no, like, no, no, no. no I it's fucking, no space. I fucking hating coupling. No, but Game On, I kind of, I kind of liked Game On. I thought, but also Samantha Janis. Samantha Janis. Oh, fuck. Christ. She's so fucking hot. Oh, she's so fucking hot. She's in that alien thing. That was a point where again, I talk about, I talk about a couple of times. Maybe that's that, why I liked Game On because of Samantha Janis. Samantha Janis. Because there's a point of time where Mandy. There was, there was the sci-fi drought, which is after soon after the Star Wars movies comes out, which is why I like um, Ice Pirates so much because there was literally nothing else like Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I've over time I've found ironic ways to like the movie. But Samantha Janis did like a science fiction show on Sky One. I think Mark Gaddis was in it, and it was kind of X Filesy, and she uh-huh. was in latex the whole time. That's all I know about that show. <laughs> she was like a hot assassin, and she is. No, she's fucking fine. Yeah. Where's she now? EastEnders. Is she? Well, she was on EastEnders for a while. Oh, Pat. Oh, Pat. Oh, Pat. You haven't got the bow. You haven't got bow. Oh, fucking hell, mate. <laughs> Every, everything leads, everything, everything leads fucking back to leads back to EastEnders. We were talking about wait, space. There's some local movie. It's not Motive. It's one of the other ones. It's not Sotokatika. What was the other one that came out at the same time? Not Pontianak. There's another movie that came out at the same time. And one of the actors is from EastEnders. 
Is he? Yeah. One of the Malaysian actors was in EastEnders. Oh, Stephen Raman Hughes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, fucking Shadowplay. Shadowplay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Steven, is he in EastEnders? Like, he, he, yeah, yeah, Stephen Raman Hughes. You fucking toilet! <laughs> <laughs> there is a... If you don't know EastEnders, there's a, if you look for Frank Butcher online, I think there's a, there's a super clip of him calling people things that you can call people before the watershed. So, what are you, fucking donut? Oh, no, yeah. bloody donut. You fucking donut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. fucking toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Pat. What we do, Pat? Ugh. Some of those poor bad, like he- I think EastEnders is hell for actors. It's a good boost, but you got to get the fuck out of it before yeah, yeah. you get sucked into the, the gravity well. That means you never, ever leave. Yeah. And Space only did two seasons, and... Uh, I missed my fucking chance. My girlfriend at the time did actually go to London and went to 23 Speaking of girlfriends at the time, I probably owe a bunch of chicks an apology because the amount of fucking girls that I brought home and then just made them watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's that, it's that, it's it's that right passage, right? You know, you meet someone at a pub and like, you're so fucking drunk. You're like, you might be the one. Have you seen space? Yeah. (laughs) They're like, I'll get me coke. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get me coke. Order me a cab. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm please, sorry. Please stay. <laughs> <laughs> but my ex-girlfriend at the time went to 23 Meteor Street. Yeah. And got a photo outside the house. And I think people came out and said hello to her and stuff like that. And she went to the pub as well. Mm-hmm. The Camden Arms, is it? The one, the one they shot in? A particular pub they shot in. But the one where they shot the fight scene in season two. Oh, uh, no, no. What? The World's End. Is, uh, they didn't shoot in the World's End, did they? Because it's, like, it's got that weird banister and stuff. No, no, in the g- world g- no like the Monarch. The Monarch, yes. The Monarch, but that's not there anymore. Well, that was back in the day. Actually, the Monarch might be there. I can't remember. Yeah. Last time I was there was 2015. I'm, I'm trying to remember if the Monarch was still there. I was in the World's End. But, I didn't make it out there when yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, but... but I, uh, and I regret not having... I, I need a photo of myself in front of 23 Meteor Street. Yeah. And has, yeah, yeah Edgar Wright yeah. did post it has been sold recently. And it's like, oh, you poor bastard. You know I, I mean, yeah, I yeah. think it's lessened over time. There used to be a Google map of all the space locations that you could go see. But like uh, that, you know, like uh, when they shot that uh, that scene with the kid and, you know, like, it's just me and my dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's the men's room in the Monarch. <laughs> I, I recognize that shit. Because <laughs> no, the Monarch was literally fucking less than 10, 10 minutes walk from my place. Yeah, it's super, it's a super London show. Because they shot around, in and around London. Like, yeah. I, I did a podcast show. London. London. You can't. Yeah. If you... If you, you haven't, it, if you it, haven't seen it, yeah. watch it. You need to watch it. Yeah. It's, it's and if you have seen it, watch it again. Yeah. Talking about it has made me want to watch it again because I realize there's so many fucking things. Like, it's all just like jogging my memory now, and I just want to, I just want to watch it all. Because as, as a show, it's a one tip top clubbing jam fair. It's a sandwich of fun and ecstasy bread wrapped in a big bag like disco fudge. It doesn't get much better than that. Mm. But if only we could control, control these fucking mood swings. You've been listening to the Make Out With Friday podcast. If you like the show, drop us a line. You can get us at... <laughs> podcast at Make Out Fries. That's podcast at Make Out Fries. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Make Out Fries. You know the deal. Thank you for listening. Go watch Space. Bye. Oi, oi. Hey. You lucky people. Oi, oi. <laughs>